0: Hello and welcome back. I hope everyone's having a good week. Um, It's Wednesday or it's about to be Wednesday. You're going to hear this on Wednesday. So it feels like the week has already been so long. Time is just like moving really fast and really slow at the same time. And I'm just kind of like here for it, here for the ride, enjoying the ride, letting it take take me with it the waves of life <laughs> um i'm still like a little brain dead it feels like from the weekend so i'm like my minorly recovering still um i went to a a night of edc which is a huge rave in las vegas if you are not familiar and I'll say this, I got a few messages, people were like, I didn't know you raved, and I'm like, okay, I don't, (laughs) like, I'm not a rave girl, but, but, who am I to ever deny myself an experience, right, I'm just that type of girl, so, when the offer came for me to go to EDC, a friend was DJing, and he had artist passes, and he's like, come with me, come with us, like, come, whatever, join I, half of me was like, maybe I shouldn't, like, you know, maybe I should just, like, keep it cool, I'm gonna go for a cold, like, you know, I don't really know, driving to Las Vegas is a lot, like, EDC is gonna be a lot, whatever, but then half of me is like, girl, why not, right, and I do love EDM music, um, I'm like a house house music girl, I've listened to it for years and years and years, so I do love it, it's not, like, my number one, music genre that I listen to, but I do enjoy it and I'm thinking, why not? I love to dance. I'm pretty adaptable. Like let's let's run it. So um I was back and forth on Friday. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I was gonna leave on Thursday with everyone, but then I was like, no, I need more time to pack. I literally had nothing. I I found out the day before that I was gonna go. So I like had no no plans. And I was like, no I'm not gonna go. Yes, I'm gonna go. Like literally up until the moment I stepped in the car to go, like I was wondering if I should go or not. Um, Even on the drive I was like should I turn around? (laughs) Like I was really did not know what was going on. So anyways I ended up driving separately to EDC like on my own which was kind of wild. I've never driven before by myself like on a road trip. Um, I've always just gone with other people and it was a really surreal experience and I guess it's really not that big of a deal people drive alone all the time but for some reason driving like in the middle of nowhere for like five hours was crazy um because it's really just you and like your thoughts and like I had kind of some like claustrophobia because it felt like I just was like if something happens like I'm not near anyone like I'm literally not near I'm like Two and a half hours from anyone that I know like it's just me out here and that was a crazy thought And I do that a lot like even on airplanes and stuff like that's why I get nervous flying because I just hate the fact that like If I need something I am Just like I'm not reachable like I can't just like go and like Run to my mom or to my friends or like anyone that I know my neighbors like it's literally just me like raw dogging it out there so it was interesting but i listened to podcasts and i had a coffee and i left at four or five in the morning to go to vegas and it was kind of beautiful like just being on the open road and like listening to music and just driving can be kind of like therapeutic in a lot of ways and it was nice so i'm not mad at it like it was really a cool experience and then i got to vegas and it was my first time in vegas since i was young and I'm gonna be honest it was not my favorite place um I think I definitely like experienced it in different a different way because it was EDC I wasn't I'm not hitting on Vegas because I don't I didn't really get a chance to see a lot of Vegas but I definitely did not it felt really weird to me because it was like this really strange like like hyper like fake environment you know you're like on the the strip where it's like it feels very touristy almost feels like Disneyland like a set like you're not like it's not real and of course there's like all these like fake like fake New York and fake Paris and all that and it's funny I thought it was very like iconic and funny um and it's just very like the rest of Las Vegas is very flat and like still and then you just have like the strip which is craziness and then it just like back to being flat and still, and it just, like, was wild to me, so it was definitely it was, like, an interesting place to be in, um, and then I got, so I got there at, like, 9 30 in the morning, and spent the entire day, like, by the pool, um, adjusting to, like, being in the hotel, getting all my stuff together, I really wanted to wear, like, some really cute outfit, kind of crazy outfit, because EDC is known for, like, the crazy outfits, but I was, like, I don't know like I kind of want to be like comfortable as well and stuff like that so I ended up um I ended up like literally so anyways um the festival started at like I don't know seven or eight and then it goes until literally seven in the morning like there's sunrise sets it's crazy um so I didn't even realize what I was really getting into realized eventually it was going to be a really late night. So we took shuttles. We got there. It was so much fun, just so much dancing and running around. And so surreal to be like up at four or five in the morning, just like listening to the craziest music. And it was just so beautiful. The lights, the performers, the stages were built out and just absolutely crazy. There's like fire shows and uh, fireworks all the time. And just like, the opportunity to, to be in like the artist section and go behind the stages and be right under the stages and just like be so close and with a bunch of really great people and stuff. It was so much fun, but it definitely, I went to bed at like nine in the morning and then like it was unreal. And then uh, ended up deciding to go home around 5 p.m. that day because I was like, I'm not doing Sunday, I can't. It was too much. So um, yeah, so now I'm like kind of recovered um, I got back on Sunday night and then had Pilates in the morning, got my shit together for the new week and yeah, craziness, craziness. So anyways, life's been a whirlwind, but I've been thinking a lot about different things, some personal things that have been happening, good and bad. Um, I've been feeling pretty inspired though, decently. I actually watched the Conor McGregor I wrote about this on Substack, but I was watching the Conor McGregor documentary, and on Netflix, and he's a really amazing fighter, one of the best fighters, in the MMA or UFC, whatever. And it he is so incredibly talented, and I'm not one to be obsessed with like a boxer, a fighter per se, but he is so inspirational, and it's been making me think a lot about life and hard work and dedication to a craft and just like all that stuff. So, um. One thing I think it made me think about a lot. And one thing that also, I actually had a phone call with my dad on the way home from EDC, Las Vegas. Because I was kind of like feeling nervous because I was driving at night. And I just like feel like that made it harder to be in my own head, in my own thoughts. So I called my dad, naturally. And he was telling me that he was going through, because he's an artist. And he's always been, has, 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 has a creative brain and a creative way of looking at life. And he has always used art in many different forms as an outlet. And I think he has the same struggles as me, where whenever I feel stagnant creatively, it also shows in the rest of my life. So it's like it mimics each other. It's like when I'm not feeling my best in real life. I don't feel my best creatively and I feel like I'm not inspired and vice versa. And so he was explaining to me how he's kind of in like a lull because they're moving and like feeling kind of out of sorts, my parents. So he said that he just hasn't been creating anything and he hasn't been inspired and he's been just in like this kind of like darker, like rough patch. And it's so interesting to hear my dad who like, like a parent talk about that because I always just feel like as parents, you know, they know everything and like, like that's the craziest part about growing up is like your parents are real humans and people and they have their own emotions and lives and stuff like that. But, um, hearing him talk about that was crazy. And I did offer him a bit of advice because he's someone who was raised, um, without a lot of guidance. His dad passed away at a very young age. His mom was hardly in the picture. He really just raised himself. He was re- very poor. He was, um uh he paid his way through college, through buying his first car, through everything. He had no guidance, no one to tell him, you know, what was right, what was wrong, all that. So I think he grew up very insecure because he never had any validation really and he just never had this confidence in himself. It was always he always did things out of survival and necessity and wasn't ever just like, Yeah, I'm really good at this or I'm really great and he's always had a hard time. He's always extremely been extremely humble and has had a hard time um, appreciating what he has and and feeling proud and all of that, um, so it shows through his artwork and through now what he wants to do. Once now he's retired and he's thinking like, well, what do I want to do with my life and how do I want to create and what does that look like for me? And I think he gets this self doubt that's very depressing, where he feels like. And I'm saying this because I think a lot of people can relate to this. But you know, maybe you are wanting to start a new job or you're wanting to. Grow on social media, or you're wanting to pursue a creative, per- you want to have a creative pursuit, or you want to get better at something, or you want to share your art or your creations, or your or be a model or be anything like do anything, create whatever it is in whatever form, um, or even pitch yourself like to a new company, whatever. We oftentimes feel insecurity where it's like, oh, we're maybe not good enough. Or like, what's the point? Or like, why would I share that? Am I even like, you know, we get like imposter syndrome where it's like, am I even qualified to be sharing this? Am I even talented enough? Or like, what's, I've heard so many people on social media be like, well, why would I be sharing and posting my life on Instagram? Like, what does that matter technically? Like, you know, who's to say my life is more important or my visions or, you know, are more important than anyone else's and I think that's why the topic of this podcast episode is basically just how to get out of your own way because I think that we stop ourselves from our full potential all the time and I was hearing my dad do that as he was talking to me because he was basically saying like I'm you know 62 like what do I have to put out in the world who's gonna listen to me who's gonna you know read what I have to say and and look at my paintings and all that, you know what I mean? And I was like, Dad, that's not really a way to to look at things. And I think I fortunately come from a like I think because of the way maybe I was raised or just the way that my brain works, I operate from a very like fuck it, I'm gonna put whatever I want out there and however it's received, it's received kind of mindset. But I know it's really hard. I obviously can get in my own way as well, all the time, and I come I have so much self doubt and stuff, but ultimately I try to always come back to a place where I feel like there's confidence and what I want to do and what I deserve to do and my voice in the world. And I think like strengthening that voice, um, strengthening your pride and your ability to trust yourself and to, um, be your own biggest fan is so important. So I have a few ways to overcome, self-doubt and getting out of your own way and i feel like i i've like accumulated them and i'm going to share but all this to say too that there is a fine line we don't want to be cocky per se um you want to stay humble and aware and like you know in a good headspace where you feel like you can always improve and grow and not like on the best ever but definitely it is good to have confidence and it does like take you kind of very far i think so Um, Let's get into the, like, ways to to overcome this.
1: So, the
0: first thing, first way
1: to get out of your own way is to go back to your core values, interests, sense of self, and to move solely from that place. So, I think whenever we feel the most unaligned and weird and embarrassed easily and... Kind of like wary of like what we're doing. It's whenever we are straying really far from who we are, what we're doing, what we actually love to do, who we love to be around, all of that. So I think getting back to your core is going to help the most. And when you have trust in that person and trust in yourself, which does take time. I'm not saying this is super easy, but truthfully, like we have to have it with ourselves. Otherwise, like what are we doing? Like we have one life. You have to love yourself and trust yourself and um, strengthen that core. Otherwise, everything else will just kind of fall back. Um, so for me, it's like remembering that. Like I know what I like. I know what's good for me. I can listen to my gut. I have gut feelings. I have intuitions. I know myself and I trust myself enough to make decisions from that place whenever I'm aligned with it so going back to that is really important and I think oftentimes we get jaded by other people and we get distracted by comparison and and by judgments and by all these other things that aren't real and so going back to what's real which is yourself and your core and your beliefs and values interests is going to save the day Um, so number one, going back to your core, number two, make the, make a list, make a list of all of your skills, talents, traits you are good at, proud of all of that, like all the positive stuff that you do. Maybe you're a good friend. Maybe you, um, are good at certain hobbies or skills. Maybe there's a certain, um, compliment you get often or people praise things, something, something someone praises you for often. Um, things you've been told, maybe it's just perceptions of your own self, things that you think you are strong at, whether it's, I mean, it can be anything. It can be, um, in relationships,
0: um, on your own, it can be you're hyper independent or you're really good at, uh, communicating or maybe you're a really great lover or maybe like you're very passionate about what you do or anything like that. So just think about the positives and things that, um, the personality traits the things you're really good at
1: and that are your strong your strong suits and keep a list and remember them um and that kind of goes back to the core values but remember those and so whenever you feel insecure or isn't it crazy that's only a peacock outside like i literally hate that like they should have written that in my uh lease that like, by the way, you're going to have a honking peacock outside of your door every day. Anyways, I digress. Um, building up that, strengthening that core and creating less insecurity, less ways to get embarrassed. will be able to, will make it so that you can go forward and say yes to a lot of things and take opportunities and get out of your own way. Like, truthfully, the more that you are sure of yourself... The easier it is. Um, The third one is, remember that embarrassment isn't real. Um, Which is really funny and very true. It's really not. It's like your perception of a situation. So, like if you trip and fall, it's like you tripped and fell. Like it's not that, it's not embarrassing. It's embarrassing because you think people are looking at you and they're judging you. And it's like their perceptions of the situation. Which in, in theory, and just like point blank, it's not embarrassing. Because it's like you, you're you dictating that. So rethink embarrassment. Same with social media. It's like if you're just posting what you want and being how you want on there, then thats that's that. Like there's no, you can't really be embarrassed by anything because it's like it's your perception of other people's opinions. And one of the best things I've ever done is truly ignore and get rid of other people's opinions because they are just they don't serve us they don't do anything for us truthfully um unless it's constructive criticism which i think is very important if it's just a random judgment or a fear of judgment that's what really holds us back it's the fear of judgment which isn't even happening yet and sometimes it never happens sometimes people actually think you're so fucking cool do you happen to me a lot i'll meet people they'll follow me on instagram whatever i'll think that they're thinking oh she's just like this influencer she's corny whatever they'll end up telling me like yo your content is so sick like i think it's so cool like i've had a few guys be like it's so cool you take care of yourself like that's tight and here i was being embarrassed for no reason like that it wasn't embarrassing they actually fucked with it so you don't really know what people think too so you might as well just like do your shit and let everyone else if people have a problem let it fall back whatever um, another one is oh my god oh my god the fucking peacock oh, it's so fucking annoying um so going off that um you have to be open to criticism and discussion and constructive criticism and you also have to learn to tune it out whenever you need to so for me like i love hearing feedback people give me feedback on social media especially if you're wanting to pursue that people will definitely message me and tell me things they like or don't like and instead of taking it as like judgment or like more like oh like I shouldn't be doing this it's more of like okay how can I make it better and how can I be better and how can I be more aware so it's just like shifting your perspective on criticism on judgment and stuff like that as well um and another one too I guess the third fourth Fifth one is life is really too short and you have to be, you have to form it, form your own support system and with your own self. And that's been the biggest thing for me is, I mean, I'm an only child, so I think I'm a little bit used to it more, but forming a relationship and a, just a love for yourself and what you do and how you are. That doesn't need to be validated by others. That doesn't need to be validated by your parents, your friends, social media is so important because then, if you've already been kind of validated by your own self, and you already think you're cool and interesting and capable and uh, deserving of everything, then, like, then who cares if other people don't feel that way, you know? And we're not always seeking and feeling empty by seeking validation and stuff from other people. Because that is what really makes you feel so small is when you're just fighting and wanting validation and and care and um, I guess it's just your ego. It's just your ego wanting to be fed. And whenever you can shed some of that, it really feels so good. And you just come from a place of like genuine goodness and it doesn't make this like this kind of longing that doesn't really so there's like this kind of a longing you get whenever you feel and you feel unfulfilled and you feel like you need to be told that you're great and told that you're cool and to feel validated and it, it it doesn't it's not a good journey to find that because you won't always get it from people and it's not a good place to rely on so not a good thing to rely on. I am so out of it today recording. I'm trying to push through. But like my period cramps, just saying, absolutely terrifying. And I'm like, you can maybe hear it. My voice, I'm in so much pain. But we persevere for the podcast. Um, And then my last one that I think is really important that I see a lot of my friends go through is letting go of perfection. Because that is a huge way that you will get in your own way. Is if you feel like you can't do anything, you can't operate, you can't post, you can't Um, do anything without everything being perfect. And I know it's hard because I think that's also a good trait as well to be cock obviously has something to say about that. Um, I think it could be a good trait as well to kind of like try to do good work and try to be the best you can be and all of that. I think that's great. But I think whenever you get overly perfect and almost like feeling like you need to do so much and nothing will ever be good enough so that you just keep putting off projects you kind of keep putting off doing things because you're like i want to i only want to do it if it's great if it's the way i want it you have to let some of that go especially in the beginning with a new project or with a new friendship or with a new like situation um sometimes you just have to let it fly and let it go and then kind of correct it and bring it back in later. Um, I'm not saying just go crazy and like, you know, create a project that's like sloppy and half-assed, but definitely like I think we will stop ourselves from doing things until we think something's perfect. And a lot of times it, it won't ever be perfect because we always will be shifting and changing and wanting to change it. And, and so I think perfectionism really holds people back. And it's helped me a lot to just like send out an idea to just like do it. best that I can in the moment and then refine later, refine, refine, refine later and yeah I think that's helped me a lot because I think you have to let things flow and I think the more that something's out there then you get constructive criticism then you get the ability to see how things flow and see how ideas go over with people and then bring it back in then you know make it more concise and um, you know, think more about it and kind of just like hone in on it. So I don't know. I think, um, we, you know, there's so many ways that I think we just, I see with my friends, I see with my dad, I see with everyone, we just stop ourselves from our full potential. And I am just sick of doing that for my own self. And I'm sick of seeing my friends do it and my family. And I'm like, no, like you guys, like, he agrees he agrees that he's reaching his full potential this morning i'll tell you that much oh my god i'm almost done be quiet i might even cutting this out because it's actually unbelievable that i'm having to shut up a peacock in my podcast episode like i can't believe i'm saying those words um anyways as i was saying I just think it's really important these skills to learn now as we're kind of younger, most of us, and it'll help so much in the future. It'll help so much just to feel free and to not feel that, like, deep constriction and that deep, um, almost, like, too much self-awareness to where you just are, like, almost walking on eggshells with yourself. Like, that's not good. We need to be going full force, full confidence. Like, I'm... I'm the boss. I know what I'm doing. I got this. And if I don't, I'll figure it out. And and I trust that I can figure it out, you know? So that's where I'm at. All those things have really helped me. I hope they help you or someone you know. If you have a friend that's been struggling with this, let them know. Um, But yeah, I love you guys. And I will talk to you next week. This was a great little episode. Great chat. And yeah. Goodbye from uh, Mr. Peacock and I. <laughs>